0: Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 3. Thank you for joining me today. Better Days Podcast has been on a holiday break. We took a month off, and we hope you enjoyed your Christmas and your New Year's. And I'm so excited to resume this conversation around suffering, mental health, and being a leader. Today, I'd like to talk to you about burnout. In 2012 and 2013, I had this perpetual feeling like I was running on fumes and in a state of exhaustion. I had started a church from scratch that grew incredibly fast. I was working 60 plus hours per week for that point the last four to five years. I was constantly trying to adapt to the changes, growth, needs of people, staffing hires, staffing development, and at the same time, dealing with challenges around personal growth and achiever personality and a drive that led me to do far too much at once. As I look back, I realize I didn't have a lot of margin. I had not carved out rhythms of rest and rejuvenation. And I was still trying to figure out how to have a healthy pace and keep up with something that is growing and expanding at a rapid rate. By the time 2013 rolled around, I was facing burnout. Not a burnout from the passion about my work and around my work, but a mental fatigue, a physical fatigue, feeling like I was in a constant state of stress, experiencing at that point years of anxiety, and beginning to have random panic attacks. And to be honest, just feeling worn down in all areas of my life at that point. I needed to rest and re-engineer my life as a leader. So I took a sabbatical and went to Hawaii, which is a great place if you're going to take some time off. It was during this time that I started to process the idea of burnout. Since then, I've found that founders and leaders in varied vocations describe similar experiences of burnout. Burnout is a popular term today in life and in work. The term burnout was coined by a psychologist by the name of Herbert Frudenberger in 1974. He defined burnout as a loss of motivation, a growing sense of emotional depletion, and cynicism that he observed around volunteer workers in New York City. Burnout is an interesting metaphor if you think about this with me. It pictures the sapping of energy. Think of the days when you were passionate and a fire was burning inside of you. But now you feel depleted and the fire that once burned inside of you is no longer burning as strong as it once did. You have come to a point where you are drained of energy. Another way to put it is this you are exhausted. I was recently listening to a psychiatrist describe his observations of burnout over, the, over his 20-plus years of helping people understand it and navigate it, and he observed that burnout occurs in both work-related contexts and relationship-related contexts. So what is burnout? Well, the Mayo Clinic defines burnout saying this, quote, job burnout is a special type of work Related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and a loss of personal identity. Burnout isn't a medical diagnosis. Some experts think that other conditions, such as depression, are behind burnout. Some research suggests that many people who experience symptoms of job burnout don't believe their jobs are the main cause. Whatever the cause, Job burnout can affect your physical and mental health, end quote. Stress is such an important topic in our cultural context. Job burnout is a category of stress. And if you study our culture today, stress is an epidemic. It is a major issue that we're facing in our time. So what does stress do to the human body? The Cleveland Clinic gives a great explanation of healthy stress versus unhealthy stress and what unhealthy stress can do to the physical and emotional state of a person. They say quote "The body's autonomic nervous system has a built-in stress response that causes physiological changes to allow the body to combat stressful situations. This stress response, also known as the fight or flight response. Is activated in case of an emergency. However, this response can be chronically activated during prolonged periods of stress. Prolonged activation of the stress response causes wear and tear on the body, both physical and emotional. So, when we talk about job burnout, burnout vocationally, we're talking about an accumulation of stress over a long period of time, which has ramifications on both your physical body and your emotional, mental being as well. Dr. Archibald Hart wrote a book on adrenaline and stress, and he pictures the prolonged activation of stress like a rubber band that is stretched and then held in that extended position for a long period of time. And when it is held in that position for a long period of time, it begins to lose its elastic properties and does not return to its former relaxed state. It develops hairline cracks and eventually, if continued on that pattern, it will snap. You may be feeling stretched out like a rubber band for far too long. And in your life, you're noticing hairline cracks are showing up in your body, in your mental state, in your emotional state, and in your relationships. That could be a great indication that you are experiencing burnout. Studies have found that burnout and depression are actually very closely linked. Studies have also found that burnout actually changes the structure of the brain. For example, the frontal cortex, a brain area essential to cognitive functioning, begins to thin as part of the normal aging process. But patients suffering from burnout showed more pronounced thinning uh, in a specific area compared with the controls. The normal effects of aging were also more prominent in the scans of the burnout group. Fortunately, these effects are often reversible. So that's good news. So how can we combat this growing problem in so many leaders' lives, this problem of an accumulation of chronic stress over a long period of time in relationship to a job or sometimes in a relationship to a relationship? How can we live healthy in the midst of internal pressures to accomplish and achieve and external pressures to meet so many demands and deal with a myriad of stressors that occur in leadership. I would say that a good starting point would be to come to a point where you realize you need to make a shift and re-engineer how you live as a leader. That was the point I was at in 2013. I needed to make a shift. I needed to reflect and I needed to re-engineer how I was living my life as a human, and also as a leader. A basic overarching picture for reversing burnout in our lives is this. We cannot just pour out as a leader. We also need to fill up as a human. I'll say that one more time. We cannot just pour out as a leader. We also need to fill up as a human. It is important that in filling up, We choose healthy coping mechanisms for managing stress versus unhealthy coping mechanisms. So if you're already walking down the path of unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with your stress, this is a great point to stop, reflect, consider that those unhealthy coping mechanisms will only exasperate and intensify all that you're going through. This is a time to make a change and to get some help. For all of us wanting to choose a healthy lifestyle, re-engineer so that we can be healthy leaders, here are a, free, a few practical tools to help if you are feeling the effects of burnout or you are nearing the edge of burnout. First, identify that you are not feeling healthy, whether that be physically, mentally, emotionally, or relationally as a result of your job burden or job stresses. The human body, through various symptoms, will communicate that something is wrong. Oftentimes, we think pushing through is the answer. But if you're facing the effects of burnout, you don't need to push through. You need to stop and listen. Don't keep going down the same path because that will have longer-term repercussions on your health. I remember meeting with Wayne Cordero, who wrote a book about burnout amongst pastors in a ministry. It's a phenomenal book. And he wrote it because he faced it. And in 2013, when I was at that precipice, on the edge of burnout, facing burnout, he said, you need to stop And figure this out now before it has longer repercussions on your life. I remember sitting in his house and he telling me that if you don't re-engineer now, if you don't get some rest now, it can have longer term effects on your life and on your health. And I thought, this is important to do. And I'm so glad that I took his advice. By the way, his book is titled Leading on Empty. Phenomenal book. Second, not only identify that you're not feeling healthy, but number two, talk and get help. Getting help is healthy as a leader. You know, as a leader, we always think people come to us for help, but we're not superhuman. We are not excluded from the realities of mental health or suffering. So when we're facing burnout, we need to reach out for help. There are times when we need help as well. I know it feels vulnerable, but getting help and talking about what you're going through is the beginning of the healing process. It's the beginning of the re engineering process in your life. Number three, rest. You have to carve out rhythms of rest to cope with stress in a healthy way. Rest includes things like sleep habits, days off, vacation getting away, quieting your mind and emotions from the constant internal chatter of problems and stressors at work and in leadership. You have to build in rest. Fourth, carve out margin. Margin means we create healthy boundaries. Margin means we can't do everything for everyone. Margin means we realize we have to pour into our vocation and we also need to fill up outside of work. Margin means we need to have a consistent rhythm of rest in our life. Margin means we don't max out our schedule every day, but we leave room for things to come up or for development and growth. Margin means we do things that fill us up, energize our soul, and fuel creativity and passion in our life. Fifth. Another practical tool, take care of your health. I know you know this, but sometimes we know something, but we're not actively participating in it. Sleep, diet, and exercise are essentials for a leader and leadership health. If you're facing burnout, if you're on the precipice of burnout, it is so important that you do an inventory of your sleep, Your diet and your exercise, and you build in healthy rhythms and practices around your health in your life. Which leads me to number six build permanent healthy rhythms. When you're reflecting and re engineering your life, you're not just dialing 911 for the moment, you're saying, I want to change my life permanently. I want to build healthy rhythms permanently in my life. Building healthy rhythms means you don't let demands dictate your rhythms. Why? Because demands will always outweigh what an individual human can accomplish in a healthy manner. So building permanent healthy rhythms is essential to being a long-term healthy leader. We've heard it said like this, leadership is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And I want you, as you're facing the effects of stress and burnout, I want you to be able to re-engineer how you live your life as a human and how you lead so that you can run the marathon. Next week, I'm going to elaborate more on building healthy rhythms as a leader. So make sure to check out next week's episode. I want to end today encouraging all of us to take an inventory and to make these necessary changes in our life as we're dealing with stress and the effects of stress as a leader. And if you're feeling burnout, I want you to know that there is hope, that you will not always feel this way, that today is an opportunity to choose to change and to make changes so that you can get well and live a healthy life as a leader. I want you to know that there are better days ahead. Join me next week as I talk more in depth about healthy rhythms as a leader. Much love. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, Post something on your social media and write a review on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I can't wait for you to join with me again next week for another episode of Better Days.